Right. Uh, finally, we have Kyle Nolan uh, on the Cuckoo's Cast. Evening, Kyle. Evening. How are we doing? <laughs> all right. How are you? Yeah, all right. Thanks, mate. Not too bad. Good. Um, we've gone old school rather than using the internet, which weren't working. So, um, yeah, wish us luck with this, everyone. We might, uh, we should be able to hear each other. Um, I suppose yeah, for... Well, mate, you're on the other side of town now, aren't you? I'm on the north side and the, the, the dark side of the uh, of the River Neen now, aren't I? So it's um, there's internet and everything here. There's electricity in Deeping, apparently. Um, I thought we'd start with like Saturday because that was a, a, a and, and like recent results. It's kind of I suppose since just before Christmas when potentially we started chatting about doing this that actually the um, we've, we've kind of completely turned everything around. Was was like Spalding the catalyst for that? Would you say? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, sporting, sporting games always seem to like um, sort of like rub the lads up a little bit. I think because we always see ourselves as being sort of the underdogs in that sort of game, and sporting come with that kind of reputation of always being the kind of like well, they are one of the big spenders of the league. So um, those sort of games get us going, and I think, like I say, it was the catalyst to sort of really kickstart uh, good set of results, really. So yeah, it sprung us into a good position where we're kind of uh, looking good now. So. Would you say we're safe, or would you want another win or two? I think you always want to keep winning in our position, but I would, I, you know, I, I think we're pretty comfortable where we are at the moment. I mean, the teams below us. Um, I mean, you're not going to meet, you're not going to probably play a poorer Wisbech or Soham side than them two. I mean, I know it sounds horrible, but they're they're miles off the pace compared to what the, you know they used to be like. So um, I think we're all right. I'd agree, but I'd, I'd never want to say it until it's definitely mathematically impossible. And, and to be fair, probably Chelsea going bust will help us because, like, you know, they'll go out of the league and then there'll be less relegation places elsewhere. That's my theory. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That's, 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 what, that's what we're, we're banking on. That's exactly it. And my father-in-law, he, he's not enjoying that. So um, any chance to mention it is always welcome. Um, I suppose then the next sort of question is going back. And, and you mentioned Wisbeach, and I suppose kind of at the time we played them earlier in the season, there was a bit of a connection in terms of Brett. Um, he Was he the manager that signed you for Yaxley? Yeah, so I um, so I originally signed for Yaxley back when, God, I played for the 18s and then the Resies when Brett was there for the reserves all those years ago. And then um, sort of went away to uni and stuff. And then when I came back, um, played for like Ramsey in March and places like that. And then Brett got the, um, the actual job and that's, yeah, that's when I went across. Uh, I think it was about nine or ten years ago that was. Was that when, like, uh, Butch and Rovery and some of the others came over? It was exactly then, yeah. Mm. Again, like, Rovery, um, Gav Cook, Dan yeah. Jenkins, with a lot of, like, um, I mean, back then as well, it was, was um, Brett was just signing scrap, scrappy players that were just looking to dig in because we didn't, kind of, when Clippo kind of left, he had sort of a, so a long time where it was just you know hovering above that kind of relegation area in the UCL. Yeah. So really, I remember it well. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So it was like we we came in and the, the only thing we were there to do really was just trying to stay help, which was a whole different kettle of fish to where we are now. So. And it's like I never thought it'd happen. I have to say, and you know, I'll go back to the late late seventies, believe it or not, watching us in the wreck and in the Peterborough League and. So I never thought, you know, I never even dreamt of like the UCL or anything really. And you kind of look at that when you were playing those UCL games and we were going to like Kings Lynn or we had St. Uh, St. Neots who were really strong in that league and Rushton. Did you ever kind of look at them on their way up and think we could match them? No, never. Never. <laughs> Me neither. 
to be honest with you, it always felt like they were the big clubs and we were just, well, I and mean, I still feel like it sometimes when we play now, like we are just a little village. You know, we, we st- I still feel we are that little small village with a small squad and we just, you know, we fight for what we can get. And, you know, sometimes we'll come up trumps like the sporting games and, you know, even the stamp, you know, Stanford away, games like that. Um, you know, we, you know, we're, we're just a small little, uh, small little team in those leagues. I still feel like we are as well. So it's, it's, it's great. I love that though. I love, I love being that sort of team because, you know, you've got nothing to lose a lot of the time when you're like that. I um, suppose not. Yeah. It's good. I mean, the UCL, when we won that, that was just, I, I never thought we'd ever do that. Cause I remember when Jimmy, um, Watson was in charge yep. and they went really close that those years when he was doing it, and I thought, you know, I never thought we'd ever be, you know, be doing near that sort of team. And don't be wrong, the big changes, you know, like the standard changes and all this and the other. But you can, you know, you can play what's in front of you, can't you? The old adages. So uh, very yeah. true. No, and that Jimmy side, you know, he had players well like Akko and Mark Paul and obviously Ricky, yeah. and and in uh, yeah, I mean, I think they finished third. I think that side. And went yeah. to Kettering in the FA Cup, which kind of leads me on to, to like the next question, really, which I was going to ask, which I know always bugs players in our current side. But why are we so terrible in the FA Cup? Oh, God. I have no, I honestly have no idea. But I never, whenever it comes around as well, and this probably goes to a little bit the level we're playing at as well. It does always fall at time of year when players seem to be going away. We never seem to have a settled side. I mean, I remember playing Daventry one year. And I was centre back with, I can't remember who I was playing centre back with, but we got absolutely killed. Mm. And we were playing, the damage knew I wasn't a centre back, so straight away they're just chucking their biggest lad on me, um, you know, like pinning me. And it was just it was just ridiculous. And I think we got hammered like I think it was like 7 2 or something. Ridiculous, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah and it's just, it's horrible. And the best cup run we had was that one, I think you mentioned it before on the, on the podcast, when we went to. Um, that was in the Vars rather than the Cup, but that was an incredible run, wasn't it? The best we've ever, that I've ever had at the, uh, the club, like Cup run wise, the FA Cup, which it seemed to look awful at. <laughs> Sounds silly, doesn't it? But there's, uh, maybe next year, and uh, but I, I'm like in a well, maybe I'm in a minority of one, but I always think throw everything at the FA Cup because I think if you if if a couple of rounds in and. I mean, maybe if we'd have had that Kettering game all those years ago, whenever it was, 2009, something like that, if that had been at home rather than at Kettering, I think that might get the people down from the village because it's the age-old question. And Dotty, I know Dotty's very passionate about this. I know you all are, really, that um, getting people through the door to actually watch, watch, you know, what is a pretty good standard of football, isn't it? It's not the standard of football that people maybe in the village assume it is. It's, it's whether the FA Cup's a means of doing that because I think Ferns and Boggs annual probably deserve a bit bit bigger crowd. Yeah, I think I, I agree with that. And I think, yeah, like you say, Dottie's, Dottie's mentioned it as well. It's, we're, we're, in that, we're in that odd position where, you know, it's just getting... I mean, if people want to come, obviously, that you know, the ones that do come, come. But it's just getting... If you could get some way of getting people down there, if they could maybe walk down or, you know, like... Mm. It wasn't down those dusty tracks. and It was just a nice, you know a nice lit path or something like that, you might get a few more people that would just think, you know, yeah, we'll have a walk down there with the kids or something. But yeah. Yeah, we just we just don't get that. Unless you're going to go, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to get that kind of like walking traffic that are going to be able to maybe nip in. But it's, it's, it's difficult. I do think you, you're right as well. And maybe we're not as promoted in the village as well as we could be. I mean, that's not to take anything away from what the committee do and everything like that because they do a great job. But, you know, maybe us as players could take on a bit more to try and get the word of mouth about a bit more. But, um, yeah, it's, it's hard. I think, like you said, 
the standard of football though there is that you know the level we're playing at. I think people probably don't even realise it is it's down there. So no, I'd agree with that. I think that's a fair. It's a fair point, and, and other than getting you all to train by wearing, you know, like a boards or something in the shopping centre, there's not a great amount. There's not a great amount that that can be done. I mean, whether the latest batch of houses might bring one or two people down, it it might do. But I suppose to be fair, you kind of bigging up the underdog mentality, and and maybe sometimes the fact that you know it is a hardcore of 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 loyal people that that are backing you, and sometimes they're outnumbered and. You know, you think this the upcoming Stamford game at Easter, there'll probably be three Stamford fans for every one fan. But I suppose it makes it extra special when, you know, those results happen and you and you do beat them. And it was probably yeah, nice well, to put one on with Butts and Hipwell, wasn't it? It was. It was great, it was great when we did that at their place. <laughs> I mean, it was, a, it was a great result. I mean, like you say, um, Hitwell is a real good lad, real good coach, you know, but you always want to, you always want to do that over someone you know, especially <laughs> like that. I mean, it's always the same whenever we used to play against Brett again, you always want to put one over on, you know, your ex-coach or anything like that. It's just, it's just natural, isn't it? It certainly is. Do you think that, like, because in the Northern League, you probably don't see as many of them in the UCL, there's like a circuit of of players and if I ever wander down to see deep in I'm like oh yeah I recognise him I think he played for Yaxley a while ago or he played for PNS or something like that do you actually miss playing with players that you've played with before you know if you were playing Whittlesey yeah, for example at the minute you'd probably love it wouldn't you yeah I think that's exactly yeah you, you do get that. that that brings a proper local vibe to sort of like the, the games especially when you're playing like you know you deep in and stuff like that and you Whittlesey's and stuff I mean, like you said, it's a who's who of who's to play for Yaxi or PNS, you know, all these ex-players and stuff. Mm. I've got a few friends that play over at Blackstone, you know, like you can sort of like, you recognise half the names from different clubs, like they used to play for us or other teams. So I think I, I used to like the UCL for that fact. That it used to be a great thing. But I mean, just the level of football, just it just go up a little notch when you take it, you know, take it up to, to where we are now. And it, little things as well like the grounds and you know like the, mm. the services you get to play on and like the, the way things are set up it just all takes you know I suppose it probably goes you know better and better the higher you go obviously True. Um, but yeah I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it now not for the world because I think we, we, we deserve to be where we are and if we can stabilise where we are now I think we'd um, you know hope to give it a good go next year get a few additions in so we'll keep buying our lottery tickets mate that's what we've got to keep doing haven't we because that's going to be the way to push on again that's... Well, I don't think I told you. Uh, this is going to be my um, my last season this year. Is it? Why? Yeah. So, um, well, it's just it's a number of reasons, but um, I'm going to try and do a bit more with the kids and stuff, and a bit more with the wife, and just try and get away a little more. I mean, I don't think I haven't done anything different for like twenty odd years. You know, football mm. on a Saturday. So, but it's funny you mentioned that Stanford game. That'll be my um, my last home game. So. Mm. Uh, Making it, making making a big deal of it. All my family coming down and stuff. So I might, I might even cry because I can't imagine the place without you. But the, you know, it's like all those years I couldn't imagine the place without like Jimmy Watson or Clippo or, well, I suppose even Ross. Although you know he was a lot younger yeah. when his dad was playing and managing and stuff. And yeah, you're part of the furniture, buddy. You'll have to get a statue. Yeah, well, Ricky was like that was how I kind of felt when Ricky went because he he was all over new for you, actually. Hmm. It was just like he was just the, the normal. You just you know just associate playing football down there with Ricky being down there. But um, it's going to be sad to go, and I miss all the lads and I miss everyone. But we were trying to stay involved in some capacity. I just don't know how yet. I think I need to just get a break from it all and uh, see how I want to. If I can maybe maybe jump on the committee or mm. you know, in some way, I'll try and help out. So I'm sure Boggs will find you some jobs today. 
choosing oh, choosing the socks, yeah. choosing next year's away socks and stuff like that. They're the big jobs, aren't they? They're the important things. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I suppose that kind of steers us into another question then. Like, I was going to ask what, what's been your favourite ground in that, in that division, but we'll scrap that for now. Because I was going to say, like, you look at, at Butterworth maybe and people like that that have gone on to arguably, and well, arguably Stamford are a bigger club than us, aren't they? Um, yeah, do, yeah. do you ever look at that and think, you know, how far could I have gone or... Do you think actually? Do you know what? No, I'm happy with with what I've done. No, I think I think the so the age old thing I always think, and a lot of people always say, is you kind of like you find your level. Like, and I never thought my level would be um, Yaxi's level, if I'm honest. Like when I was playing for Ramsey and Peter Prem and you know March and stuff, I you know you sometimes have tough games there, and you're thinking, I don't know if I could step up. And then you know playing at Yaxi, which you know I was playing there from the 18s and I remember looking at all those players that were in Jimmy Watson's side and stuff like that and thinking I'm you know I'm probably not good enough to be in the first team kind of thing and when I was I was I was well tough to be you know mm-hmm. in the actually first team that was that was more than you know playing the UCL I was more than happy so to, to be able to say that we did that and then we won the league with that you know with that team and playing in that level and then to step up again and not feel out of my depth in there you know I felt like you know you never know whether you could have gone any higher, but I felt like, you know, this is probably about where I was I was meant to be, kind of thing. No, that's a I've fair. loved every minute of it. I've loved every minute of it. Even, even like, you know, people would always want to play higher. And I think there's plenty of lads that I've played with over the years that should have been higher or should have been, you know, playing higher than me. But um, I think a lot of it comes down to just, you know, I was, I was happy to be there and happy to work hard for where I was. So I wasn't trying to, you know, chase anything I was maybe not good enough to be at. So, uh, no, I was always been happy. Fair enough. I suppose that leads us in then to who's the who's the best that you've played with there then at Yaxley? Who would you say? Chuck someone obscure at me. Don't say Dotty. <laughs> I was about to say. I tell you what, uh, Dotty's probably been over the over the years I've played. He's been, he has been probably the, the best player. I, I would have said I played. I mean, I don't even know how he never stayed in the game, you know, in the professional game, because... I don't, big, rate, no. Touch is just, everything about him just screams that he should have been a, you know, should have been a pro. Definitely, like, I mean, I'd, I'd say, like, League 2, League 1, easily, mm-hmm. easily playing there. But I'd say also, i tell you, Joe Butterworth was, uh, hell, is or is a hell of a player. And I think he's got a good work rate as well. He's got that sort of mentality as well, where he's probably not come from an academy or anything. He's just come from, like, you know, playing Wilsey, you know, under 10s to... Mm. You know, under 16s and then men's football and stuff. I think, I think he would go far. But then I'd also have to say, Matty, you know, Matty Sparrow's got everything to be a, you know, to be a hell of a, hell of a talent higher up the leagues as well. Yeah, my kids so, say he's a great games teacher as well. He's probably the best PE teacher they've had. But I think he's probably paying them to say that. Um, yeah, there is probably that as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd, I, yeah, I'd agree with that. They're, it's really difficult, isn't it, to say like one or or two. I suppose if if you're the uh, Fenland Kante, then the non-league Lampard Scott Carter, I was always a big fan of as well. He was he, he was always a great. I mean, I wish we had Carts, you know, a few years before we started picking up a few knocks and stuff. Mm. Because I mean, when he was on when he was on like on form for us, when he was all fit and healthy, he was on sometimes powerful yeah. in the air. You know, big strong lad. Score every he week. All the time as well. He'd score anywhere, wouldn't he? Mm. Oh yeah, a great player. No, it's a, it's a, it's a shame that um, he's kind of he had a brief comeback, didn't he? But it didn't last very long. That was away at Sowen, wasn't it? But he got injured pretty much straight away. Just Jesus, cards come on. It's bad times. So, um, in terms of uh, in terms of kind of matches, then let's talk because you said you've enjoyed every minute of it, but I don't believe that for one second. 
Um, because, because, like being on the side of the pitch watching, I haven't enjoyed every minute of uh, of all the games I've been to. So you can't have done. So, what's been the biggest disappointment then? Give us a game that you think, oh, geez, come on, that that could have gone the other way and changed everything. We've always had good runs and good and good games, but we used to have some really good games with um, PNS back in the day. Yes, they were always quarterfinals of something, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, they were always in the quarterfinals or semi-finals, and we never seemed to be able to overdo them. Like they always seemed to like we always seemed to come unstuck, and they'd have some sometimes, you know, talking about some really young teams. But I think back then we used to think of them as being our, um, our kind of like, I don't know, our, our big rivals. But mm. I tell you, one game I was really disappointed at. Actually, thinking about it, was when we won the. Um, I think we did, we won the UCL that year, and then we played Leicester Nirvana. Oh God, at Rawns, it was baking hot, wasn't it? Yeah, it was baking hot, and I, I think we lost one nil or something mm. like that. But it was it was disappointing because we got we were given the get given the trophy that day for the UCL. So yes, like, I remember you know, it well. Thinking off, and it won that game, it'd have under double, and it just sort of was a bit. But it wasn't a damn. It wasn't like it didn't like ruin the mood kind of thing, but it just you know it didn't quite like have that same sort of celebration as we were going to have, thinking we're going to win the cup and double. No, I get you. Day, I look at the um, yeah. and I don't know whether you played in it that Sleaford Vars game that one season that that uh, Ian Benjamin was in charge because I think that would have. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that we like ended up? It was like a draw going into extra time, and then it was like four one to them within about two minutes of extra time. And I think oh, there was another one in the Vars yeah. with London Colney at home where Dotty yeah, missed a penalty really late on. Yeah. And it yeah, always seemed to be in... Co- <laughs> they were grim, weren't they? Yeah. I mean, to, to be fair, that year, that one where we said we had a good run with it, that was a disappointing game because we absolutely dominated Oh, we battered them. Yeah, I remember yeah, Butch saying to me that their goalie got player of the season based on that one game. He was online from Charlton yeah. or somewhere, wasn't he? It was a phenomenal yeah, display yeah. of goalkeeping. Oh my God, I was right behind that. And the minute it left his boot, I thought this isn't going in. And I think that would have changed the game because we had good players then. We were really at the top of our game, weren't we? We had Cobby and Hipwell, who we've mentioned. And, you know, we had a really good sign. One of the best sides I've played with that side, definitely. I mean, like you just said, half those players there should have been playing higher the whole time. Like none of them should be playing as low down, you know, like UCL really. But... There were some great players there. And like you say, that was a, a good cup run. I think we we probably like were concentrating more on that cup run towards the like in the season because our season kind of fell away a little bit. Like, I honestly uh, thought we were getting to Wembley. I'd have put money on us. Uh, if we'd have got over that, you just never know, do you? No. We, you know, it was it would have been such a great feeling as well to have that with that squad because we we did we generally thought anyone we play we were going to be. Um, Crazy, yeah, what, what right? We've brought the mood down. So, what about um, what about the best game? Best, yeah. my, one of my favourite games I played in was when we beat um, Wisbeach in the cup final, and I think Ross might have scored the winner. I think it was Ross that scored the winner, and we played at Peter Sports. Did Fruy get sent off in? Was that the one Fruy got yeah. sent off in? <laughs> Fruy got, got sent off. Um, Wayne Morris got sent off for us. Um, and then Ross scored, and it was a late, late winner. And I think it was to see. I think Ross had just come back to us after being at Wizzy for the year. Was he, yeah, I think yeah. Because didn't Stuart Wall go to Peterborough Sports just before that? Didn't Stuart Wall yeah. was with us for most of the season, and yeah. he went to PSL, didn't he? Yeah, 
Yeah, he did. Yeah, but that was a, yeah, that was a great. That was a. Um, it was a, it was just a topsy turvy game where it was just all scrapping everywhere, and then obviously we get two lads sent off and then to score and score a late winner as well. It was um, it was good because it? it was against Wizzy as well. It always makes it this week. So it's always quite funny, isn't it? Because but then you know they're another club who potentially if they got it right would be massive. It's just they the longer that they they don't the better for the better for us really. I see that in Spalding. Um, what about performance of the season so far then? Stamford or Spalding away? It's going to be one of those two, isn't it? Or maybe not. Probably for me, I'd probably for me say Spalding. Um, yeah, because we battered them, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, because we just battered them, and we just it, it never felt we just it felt comfortable. The, the Stamford game felt like a smash and grab. I mean, mm. it was a great smash and grab. Don't get me wrong. Um, but for me, yeah, the Spalding game because again we get, we went into it just thinking it. Well, we're we're not we're not meant to do this. You know, we're not meant to be here beating these sort of players. And then uh, all you hear as well, whenever you're playing those sort of teams, Spalding's or the Howells Owens or stuff, is how much so-and-so's on or how, mm. how who so-and-so used to play for. And, you know, like, you're sitting there thinking, God, like, we should all be, we should all be happy we're just getting paid, like, for, for playing at Yaxley. Like, we're, we're lucky to be Too right. doing this. And then, like, they're, um, you know, and then these lads are here, like, ex-pro here, ex-pro there. And then, to t- you know, to turn them over, it's nothing better. I think the Spalding one was even better because I'm claiming the assist for the sending off because I don't think the ref or the linesman was going to flag, but my little one and I were going absolutely more. She was going mental because someone had just <laughs> knocked her PE teacher out. But um, we were quite excited and the referee then kind of pulled it back. So we're, we're, we're claiming a small part of that. Um, in, in terms of... Um, in terms of stadiums then, because I've kind of deferred that that question, I suppose it's hard because we've still got Ilkeston to come this season. And I remember going there and I remember going there and seeing Weymouth come second by quite some six or seven, um, quite some distance. And I remember that being a nice ground. But what about the, the stadiums you've played at? Give us the best one. Um, I think for non-league, non-league-wise, I think, I mean, it wasn't the best sort of like facilities after the game, but the um, it for stadium and sort of atmosphere and stuff. That, I mean, although we've got battered every time we bloody played them, but the Howells Owen game, I mean, the, the stadium-wise, it's kind of like it's got that stand, you know, that um, standing all around the outskirts yeah. of it. It's got a nice, like a, a nice little area for people to go and have a sit down if you want it as well. The bar's rubbish, though, isn't it? Non-league, <laughs> oh, non-league vibe. We're absolutely rubbish whenever we play there. Don't be wrong. Mm. We concede about five every time, but it's got a proper atmosphere of a non-league club there. Um, and I think, yeah, I mean, if you could get it, if you could get it right there as an away team, I think it'd be nothing better than to, you know to put Mug it on there uh, to, to beat that sort of club away from home. But I mean, yeah, it, it looks like a great place to play. How nervous do you think you'll be, like as a as a, a, a paying fan, a watching fan next season? Do you get more nervous watching or playing? I think, I think because I'm still got a bit of investment. You know, if I'm if I'm on the bench or I'm not I'm not starting stuff like at the moment because I'm I'm more thinking about how I'm going to impact the game. You know, when we get on there at the moment. Mm. I think when I'm when I'm when that's not the case, I think I'm probably going to be more probably um, emotionally invested than I'm probably letting on at the moment. I think I'm, I like to think of myself being quite cool and calm and stuff, but I, I think I'll probably uh, I'll probably get quite involved. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean I love I love getting I love having a bit of a laugh as well. So getting at the refs and getting at the players and stuff like that, and having a bit of a shout and stuff. I, I like all that. So. Um, I'll be stood next to you, don't worry. That sounds fair. I can't wait. I look forward to it. I won't have to sit with all the old blokes then. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Although, to be fair, they get quite agitated. 
the, the old the old men yeah. in the stand do get quite angry quite a lot of the time. They do seem to get after the official quite a lot. So maybe they'll be claiming some some points this season. Um, well, actually, Blakey's dad's firm is a great way of describing them. Um, how good a job has Ferns done? as well is he's fair like he a lot of people respect him because of that like you can um, you can get an honest if if you ask him you'll get an honest answer out of him like he doesn't sugarcoat things Um, and I think he's done well as well because he's he's kept together like quite a a solid group of lads really Mm. that could have fragmented when Brett kind of went away and you know we stayed together through that sort of year when Bench took over which wasn't one of obviously most successful ones um, and you know a lot of people could have kind of like left after that as well so he's, he's kept that group together I think his hardest task is going to be he's kind of got an, he's got an ageing squad as it is and he's always been he's been ageing for a few years now so his biggest task really I suppose is going to try and you know bred in some new talent in there he's got a lot of young lads he's kind of looking at in, in my mind he just needs to maybe get a few more lads in sort of like their mid-20s you know late 20s a good solid group of those lads, um, and I don't think it'll go far wrong again. You know, for another few years, but um, yeah, he's done a great job. No, he has. It's it's been it's been beyond uh, beyond my wildest dreams. I thought for a while our rugby team would be the best sports team in Yaxley, but apparently not. You lot are still better than us. But um, <laughs> it's I suppose kind of in closing, if um, how how do you want to be remembered? What do you want? If 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 Jeff Lenton put a, a sign up above the bar saying this 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 sign is to say what Carl Nolan has done for Yaxley FC, what would that sentence be? Do you think? Oh gosh, that's a tough one. I always say the toughies till last. <laughs> I think some. I mean, I think the way I've always tried to play anyway is always it's always hard working. So I mean. The hard working side of things, a lot of the time, like I might not feel like I've maybe got the talent of some of the other lads you're playing against or playing with, but there'll be no one that would work any harder than me. That's what I always try and, you know, I always try and put that across when I'm playing on the pitch. But a lot of times, as well, it comes with that as well, you know, having a laugh while you're doing it as well and having a smile while you're doing it because there's no giving everyone giving up their Saturdays and time. And, you know, we, we all give up a lot of time, you know, fans and players to do this. So there's mm. no point in sort of turning up and being miserable while you're doing it. So, so it's a lot of times like working hard, but you know, doing it with a smile on your face. So um, I'd like to think a lot of people would see me as that. I mean, I, I do like come up about when, when I'm on the pitch as well. So it's uh, yeah, something along those lines. Do you know what I was going to say? Honest, hard working, and always. I'm not 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 here to uh, to excessively praise you, but you know, hard working, honest, dedicated. I think there's a and and what you've said like previously. There's a lot of players. And some of ours have, have been away and come back and been away and come back and all of that kind of stuff. And I know you've had little, you know, you've had you've had moments where you, you've kind of, I think you turned out for March again and stuff in a couple of seasons ago, didn't you, for a little while. But it's, um, you're right, that core of players, that is going to be Ferns' biggest challenge because um, even though he tells me he's still in his mid-30s, I think JP's the, the, the catching me up. You know, Dotty's not getting any, and, and that's going to be, that's going to be the acid test, I suppose. But if you guys give, those players that are going to be coming through a high standard to play at and still in the Northern League, then that that's probably your legacy, I would say. Yeah, I think, I mean, the, the beauty of it is that I'm not sort of bowing out kind of because I'm injured or, I'm, you know, I, I don't feel like I'm bowing out as well because I don't feel like I'm, you know, I still feel good enough to play and stuff. And I, I'm, I'm feeling like you can kind of, I can kind of leave the club 
knowing they're in good hands and knowing they're at a good level. Do you know, like if if anyone's looking at a club like Yakti now, that we have lads coming in most weeks that want to come for a trial to come and play for us. You know, like that that would be unheard of years ago when I started. No. I you suppose Battersby coming in is an example of that, isn't it? Well, exactly. We're, we're, you know, we're getting we're getting that sort of standard player now. Whereas you know, years ago, we you know we, we'd be getting you know Brett would be on the bench. You know, we'd be having <laughs> Lenny'd like, be on the bench with him. Yeah, we'd have like Macca playing. Mm. Remember Macca? I don't know if you remember Macca, but like lads. Yeah, he was my sixer at Cubs. Bloke. He's the same age yeah. as me, Jamie McCallum. Well, exactly. And that's the sort of <laughs> we were having Cheers. To try and get... No, you know. What I mean. <laughs> no, I do know what you mean. <laughs> But back then, that's that's what we had. That's what we had to play with, you know. And you know, we sometimes we turn up with the bare eleven. You know, now we're getting like, you know, we're having lads going out on loan. Mm. I mean, all this stuff sort of unheard of. So it's going to be tough for Ferns to sort of like, you know, change over of kind of like the change of the guard almost. But like I say, what a better way to leave the club and have and have you know a level, you know, a level of club that we're at, at the moment to try and entice players in. So um, yeah, it'll do well. And and you know, Ferns has got a lot of people he knows, a lot of contacts and stuff. And he's got a good he's got a good group of young lads there as well, you know, who have played a lot of men's football. So if he can just add a few more additions to that, maybe a few other experienced lads and stuff, I think he'll he'll be able to give it another good one next year as well. So exciting stuff, mate! It's been an absolute uh, an absolute pleasure. Half an hour has rattled by. Um, I think we probably should agree that we, maybe we should do this again. We should uh, do a do a post season review or something. If you're going to have a yeah, little bit more right. time to talk rather than uh, rather than play, but yes, um, nice to get an exclusive, of course. But um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm gutted to uh, gutted to think that that you won't be uh, strutting around that midfield uh, next season. But you know, you never know. We'll uh, you, you might make a comeback. You never know. Never know, well, no, no drama, mate. It's not. It's uh, it's it's all good. It's all good. It's all about you guys. You're the ones that are. You're the ones that have to cross the line. You know. Although in pre-season, you know, if you ever. Uh, well, it was a win on the road for Yaxley. The first one. Um, well, it feels like a little while, but that's because sort of we've not had that many games. But. Um, a surprise win um, for many at uh, promotion chase in Carlton Town. Carlton, who went into the game in uh, sixth place, I think, um, <clears throat> but well on the uh, well on the uh, rung for promotion in the mix, um, ended up uh, six points adrift of the playoffs after a sensational end to the first half for the Cuckoos with Matt Sparrow um, being fed. And uh, Super Tom Wormsley getting a second as we went into that half-time interval. They cancelled out an early goal by Aaron O'Connor um, early doors, which had um, which had given the home side the lead in front of 155 um, hardy fans in a cold and windy day. Um, the game was took beyond Carlton just after the half-time interval when uh, Ross Watson added a third. Um, after 52 minutes and it was only really uh, kind of edgy into the game when Kyle Sargent added uh, a second for Carlton in the 81st minute which made it a nervy end to the game but having said all of that um, a strong Yaxley side with the likes of Bacero, Bradley Gotthard, Liam Hook, Jake Battersby and Toby Salmon on the bench um, had enough to get themselves over the line so well done a great win.